Radio. I'm Nancy and I'm here with lovely Vicky. <laughs> How are you today? I'm, I'm very well today, thank you, yes. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Yep. Today's is all about um, arts. Coming up, we have Ellie and Polly to ch- talk to Joe Cox. So Ellie and I did an interview with R- Ross Iden and the Explorer Stars are back. Let's get arty. Yeah. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I came in here and chatted to Ross Iden. Oh, that was sound interesting, Nancy. And um, what did he do? He makes he makes tea towels and other things with his own graphics. And what did you think of them? It is amazing. Do you want to hear the interview? Oh yes, please. So. We are here with, well, it's me, Ellie, and Nancy, and we're interviewing Russ Iden. Hi. Hello, good afternoon. Lovely to meet you. You too. You want to welcome Russ? Welcome, Russ. Hi, Nancy. Nice, nice to, to meet you. You, you too. <laughs> um, and I think the first thing we need to talk about is all this amazing stuff in front of us. Can you tell us a bit about it, Russ? Yeah, so I've, I'm a local artist, and um, one of the things that I do is create detail designs. Uh, some of them I sell in some of the local shops and art galleries that I'm exhibiting in. And some of them I create for um, shops and cafes and they're stocked in things like the Worthing um, Art Museum and Gallery in their gift shop. Um, so sometimes uh, shops and businesses contact me directly and ask for a tea towel design and then I'll work with them to ask them what they would like included in. So here's an example for the gifted gift shop in uh, Finden and uh, they come up with a brilliant idea. So these are the two co-owners of the shop and he's holding up the tea towel which also has the tea towel <laughs> which has him holding up the tea oh, towel wow, inside yeah. so it, it goes into infinite till you can't see it anymore. <laughs> so he, he really wanted cool. all the different things that they have in the window so they send, yeah. they tend to, I like it when people give me lots of different ideas to put in there and then they it makes it more personal to them so he yeah, sent definitely. me lots of photographs of the things they sell in the shop so I could fill the window up for the things, not random things but things that they actually sell. Yeah. <laughs> I've got lots of different designs. This is for a, um, a cafe and catering company. And again, they sent me lots of pictures of their amazing food and uh, some of their staff that I could include pictures of. And um, oh, so they do festivals. They look tasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's very tasty. Yeah. yeah. They, their desserts look incredible. So I'm mad to make sure I put those in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Did you get some desserts whilst you were... No, I didn't. Isn't that rubbish? Oh, <laughs> you surely you needed to taste well, them to be rubbish. inspired. <laughs> Oh, and this oh, is uh, this design features the the sea swimmers. I'm, I'm yeah. uh, I've, to me, it's the worst thing in the world. I I do go in the sea, but I wait till it's the summer and the sea's about yeah. as warm as it can be. But obviously, some people in Worthing and Littlehampton and that they go in the sea all year round. And so I've done a design featuring uh, the sea swimmers and their crazy outfits. They wear woolly hats and gloves and things. <laughs> like the. Uh... Yellow submarine. Yes, there's a bit of everything yeah. going on. I like the Dalmatian, the mermaid's tail. What else can you see there, Nancy? Little fish, sausage dog, a swimming sausage dog. So You've got a life jacket on. That is actually my sausage dog. Oh. He's, he's called oh. Spetsy. And uh, I try and put him in a lot of different my designs. So you might see him reappearing quite a lot in, dif- in different things, hiding away somewhere, snuffling about, looking for treats. <laughs> 
so um, sometimes uh, there's a particular company or a business that I'll see and I really like what they'll do and I think, do you know what, I'd love to and I will contact them and then sometimes I'll even actually come up with a design myself and just get in contact with them completely what they call cold. But often when they see a, a design, they frequently uh, they actually say, yes, I really like that and I'd like to get some details done. And as, as you see, I've got my sample book here with designs I've done for other companies. So um, they can then tell me sometimes they change the design and ask me to put other bits in there because they're done digitally on my iPad. Um, every bit of the drawing is made up of different layers so you'll see this one here there's a picture of a dog and uh, the lady here and the computer so they're all separate sections so you can move them around which makes it easier because then if somebody says oh can you add something in here or over there or add some more people or change the color of this or that if you were drawing it tra traditionally it would be a real headache and yeah. you pretty much have to start again from scratch but luckily with digital work you can change things quite a lot with, without it taking forever like it would yeah. have done years ago. Have you always done digital? I've been doing digital drawing for about 20 years now. The company that I used to work for um, uh, spent quite a lot of money on buying um, drawing tablets when they were quite new and not many people had seen them and uh, yeah so I, I've got quite a lot of experience doing it but nowadays I'm using my iPad which yeah. is fantastic because I can just put it in my bag and take it with me so if I'm doing a, a shift at one of the galleries stewarding working in the shop there and it's a bit quiet I just get my iPad out and do a bit of work I even uh, do quite a lot of my work sitting in bed just get a coffee <laughs> and just sit in bed drawing and yeah so yeah. So do you like literally use like a stylus? Yes, you have so a... So like drawing yeah. with paper, but straight yeah. onto the iPad. You have the Apple Pencil. And yeah. you, it can do paint effects, it can do crayons and chalk and uh, um, watercolours. It can do lots of different effects and you can change the colours. So if you play around with the colour scheme. And it's actually been really good for me as an artist because I find myself using different colours that I never would have used when I was just drawing traditionally with pens or paint, you know, you mix up the same colours or you use the same pens you've got in front of them. Whereas when you're drawing digitally, you have a little um, a colour wheel which has all the colours there. And sometimes it selects colours and suggests another colour that you might use the, to go with it. Yeah. So that's, and if you, you're not keen on it, it's very easy to change it as well. <laughs> so you get so much more freedom and yes. yeah. room to play. Yes, it looks. Uh, adds a oh, lot wow. of creativity. I've seen this place, it's this logo, so it says yes. Worthing Rocks, just to describe it, yeah. and then you've got all the yeah. colours kind of coming, making the word 3D. Yeah. So is this a logo that you've made for? Yes, it is, yeah. It's, so uh, I changed the colour scheme on this, so it's, it's just big bold letters that says Worthing yeah. Rocks and um, it's got kind of rainbow stripes coming off of it and I've, I've done, I think I'm on about the sixth different set of colours for it now. Because it's digital, you can adjust the colours and, and make a new um, new selection for them. Oh, so yeah. there's yeah. a little Hampton one there as well. Hampton <laughs> um, Yeah. So and is that for a particular event or anything? No, it wasn't. No, I just, I, um, 
I like uh, to to big up Worthing. I think yeah. I, I think it's a shame when people moan about the town and flitters, and it's like, well, you really don't travel around much or go to other towns because there's so many fantastic things going on yeah. in and around Worthing. So many Definitely. wonderful independent businesses and people doing so much for the community. And if you think it's an awful town, you should get out there and explore around a bit more and actually <laughs> find out all the brilliant things that are going on here. Uh, so I've only lived in Worthing uh, myself for five years, even though I know the town quite well. And the number of friends and contacts and things that I've made now when I walk into town, I always bump into people I know and stop and have a chat. And yeah, it's really nice. I like it. It's a great community. I think, like, I moved here, I think, nine years ago now. Um, and it's changed a lot. But also, there's so much going on. There's so, like, there's new things coming up, like the Worthing Festival this yes. year and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then think maybe people who've lived here forever don't look for the new stuff, yeah. whereas people who've just moved here and are mm. looking at what's going on yeah. discover stuff. So mm. if you're listening and you're a local and you think there's nothing going on, mm -hmm. look, look out for stuff. going on. Exactly. Yeah. How long have you been in Little Hampton? That's I'm Rustington. Rustington. Yeah. So have you been, do you, what do you think about Worthing? It's a cool place. Yeah. You hang around, hang around go quite a lot here. Yeah. Go to cinema. Yeah. I mean, the Dome Cinema, I, like, you've got the picture of it. And the pier, just when I moved here, I thought they're amazing. So that must be quite, mm. ins like, an inspirational backdrop. To yeah. And a lot of that stuff art. is free, which is really good. So, yeah. you, you know, you can take your dog on to, to Worthing Pier and it's, it's, it's nicely maintained and you don't have to spend any money. You can just go for a walk on there and maybe yeah. buy some chips and sit in the sunshine. So there are, you know, there's the, the promenade. There are lots of things that you can do, lots of parks and things where you can go without having to spend a fortune. There is lots going on and lots of community things happening mm. as well. Has your style changed since you moved down here? Have you been um, um, motivated I've, or changed by? I do. I do more of the really complicated, busy cartoons now because people seem to really like them. I've just done a, a cover for the Inside magazine saw, for yeah. Worthing, and uh, that was a commission, uh, and that was to reflect uh, the Worthing Festival, but also include all the writers in there, and that was that was really fun to do because there was so much to put in there, and obviously the thrill of knowing that it was going to go out on their newly rebranded magazine and go mm. through 47,000 people's doors. That just blows my mind. It's fantastic <laughs> to think of it, of uh, that many people seeing your artwork. It's brilliant. <laughs> that is amazing. Mm. Yeah. So I'm involved with the Shaun the Sheep project at the moment. I'm painting a, a big Shaun the Sheep. He's a meter and a half high. Wow. And uh, um, he's in a secret location in Brighton somewhere along with all the other Shaun the Sheeps and the artists are coming in there painting them and then in September they're all going to go dotted around Brighton uh, so people can go on the Shaun the Sheep trail and go around the town looking for all the different designs. Oh cool, we'll have to go and look out for that. We'll definitely have to go and yeah. do so one So I've got till the end of the month to, to finish him, he must be done by before July. I think 3rd of July is the, is the <laughs> deadline. So I'm a little bit panicked because it takes um, a long time to get the paint very smooth. I think sometimes I've put four or five coats of paint on some bits. So you have to keep painting it and then waiting for it to dry and then painting again and mixing up the colors. And obviously he's quite a big thing. So you find yourself laying on the floor underneath him, banging your head on his towel and <laughs> painting his feet. <laughs> yeah. So 
but uh, it's very exciting seeing all the designs coming together. I can't wait to, uh, to see them all spread out all across Brighton for <laughs> everyone to come and see. Yeah, cool. What's your proudest moment of your artwork? Mm. Um, I think uh, the recent thing with the Inside magazine was really good. I was, I got, a, 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 I know I talked about that earlier, but I got, I, I went to the launch of the, the, the relaunch of the magazine. And um, what I really liked about that is the editor uh, who runs the newspaper, or the Magloid they're calling it, which is a combination of a magazine and a tabloid, which is a small newspaper, um, is that they had the idea, this idea of having the cartoon on the front, and I thought that particularly in Britain, I think. It's not so much in Europe. People are a bit funny about cartoons. They tend to just associate them with children and not be very serious. Whereas I think in, in France and Belgium and Germany, cartoons and comic book and graphic novels have a bit more respect there. And uh, so to, for her to have embraced that and actually made it the relaunch cover was really, really nice. And, and uh, uh, to, have, to have gone with that, that was really fun. And. Um, some of the tea towels that I've done, I think they've, uh, I've had sort of 250 uh, tea towels printed of some of my designs. And to, to think of all those different homes, or well, it's certainly of all the different designs that I've got here. And all. So that's a lot of tea towels that are hanging off the back of people's <laughs> kitchen doors or folded up in a drawer or in the washing machine somewhere, which is quite fun to think, yeah. think of, that they're all out there. It's, it's art, but it's also art that people are using. It's something useful. So even during COVID and after, after when people were talking about the recession and people not having much money to spend on things, I think the tea towels have still been popular because they're not so expensive, people can give them as a gift and it's something useful, everyone needs a tea towel. <laughs> even if you've got a dishwasher, you still need a tea towel. <laughs> I think that's quite nice as well because a lot of people either can't buy a print yeah. to go on their walls or maybe wouldn't think of it as something yeah. that they would yeah. do. But it is art for everyone yeah. if it's on something well, like a tea towel or coasters or... Yes, when I work in the gallery, so uh, I'm in, I've got to work at the, the a studio at the Lido on the seafront and um, uh, in the Montague Gallery as well. And a, a thing you hear from a lot of customers is, I really like that, but I don't know where I'd put it. Or they say, I really like that. If when I win the lottery, I'll come back. Yeah. So I, I do like to try and have art that is accessible. It isn't so expensive that people can't afford to buy it uh, because I think that's, you know, because it's a luxury at the end of the day. Nobody needs to buy a painting or a photograph mm. to hang on their wall. It's just a nice thing to have, and I'm aware of that. You know, yeah, when people... but it makes life richer. Yes. Where can you find your stuff? So uh, you've got my website, mooks.co.uk, and Montague Gallery, which is in the nicely redeveloped Portland Road. The gallery is open six days a week and has work from 42 local artists in there, and often there's new artists jewellers, glass work people, um, all sorts of different things be, be uh, exhibited. And they also do workshops in there, so if you're interested in doing some arty, creative stuff, you can learn how to do it in the upstairs section that they've got there. And then I'm in the studio at the Lido, which is uh, where the Lido is, just down from where the, where the pier is. And that is open from Wednesday to Sunday, uh, from 11 till 4. And uh, there's, I think, seven artists in there at the moment. 
and uh, we take it in turns to open the shop. I'm going to be in there tomorrow. So, I don't know where our listeners are, but if they are in Worthing, then they can go and uh, check out all those places. If they're not in Worthing, then they can plan their day trip to Worthing and now they've got a yes, list of places definitely. to yeah. check out. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it's, uh, there's plenty of places to explore. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> cool, thank you very much. It's a pleasure, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for bringing in all your lovely artwork. Yeah. And we got to have a look at it and for taking the time to talk to us. No problem at all, very nice, it's fun. Oh, that was a really interesting, Nancy. Russell was lovely. He was very lovely, Vicky. Oh, that's good, Nancy. He he gave me a tea towel. Wow. Did you like Did you like that? I loved it. Oh, good. Where did you put it, Nancy? My mum's got the tea towel. Oh right. Did you inspire um, Russell art? It was good. I want to get arty. <laughs> do you do art yourself? I do. What sort of things do you like to do? Well, when I was at school, I did I did a giant cola bottle, and I had to buy little packets of cola bottle. And someone gave me a board with with a drawing of a cola bottle. I stuck one with glue. That sounds very good. Well done, Nancy. What sort of stuff do you do at Superstars? Well, because oh. I'm, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, the the girls in the tang room did a um did a little um thing of a goblet of fire and i recreated that cup with some bamboo tissue paper and then someone painted it for me wow wow that was really good nancy did you enjoy doing it i enjoyed doing it how does it make you feel makes me feel happy is it relaxing it's very relaxing do you do art yourself vicky yes i do yes what what do you do art do you do um, on a Friday afternoon, I've been doing drama and also I do arts as well. And we're just painting in, um, we're doing Shaun the Sheeps at the moment. And it, so I enjoy doing that. Funny point you should say about that, because when I interviewed Ross, Ross, there's this thing called Shaun the Sheep the Trail. People are painting big Shaun the Sheeps for the trail. Yes, we are. We're doing that at the... Um, on a Friday afternoon, that's what we'd been doing. Is art important to you? Yes, it is. Yes, very much so. It makes you makes me feel happy because it makes you makes me feel happy doing it. Polly and Ellie did an interview with Joe Cox talking about Colonnade House and his role there. Okay, let's see, hear it. I'm Ellie and we are here at Colonnade House. I'm here with Holly and Job. How are you? I'm alright. Just excited to do this new new challenge. Yeah, and I'm excited as well. This is a bit new for me. I've not been on a radio podcast show before, so... Max, do oh. us. It does, doesn't it, Holly? <laughs> Got to have a bit of fun somehow. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Holly, you haven't done the podcast before, so you want to tell everyone a bit about yourself before you introduce Joe? Uh, yeah, um, I'm Holly. I've been down this way for about, what, six years? Yeah, so I've got a little girl, she's M6. Uh, I do, I like to do my arts and craft, I go to superstar arts, still making friends. Yes. It's good to have new faces. Do you enjoy making friends at Superstars? Yes, I enjoy it. Everybody's so friendly. I can't, they, they help me so much. 
to build my confidence up a bit more now, so which is good, which I need. That's so lovely. And we're here with the lovely Joe Cox. Uh, Everybody, this is Joe Cox. Hello, everyone. Uh, yes, thank you for the lovely introduction. Nice to have you all here down at Colonnade House in Warwick Street. Thank you for making the trip. It's great to have you guys come down and visit me whilst I'm sitting in my office working away. So it's nice to take a little break from the laptop and say hello to you guys. And what is it that you do at Colonnade House, Joe? So I am the Creative Hub Coordinator here. So um, I, my main job here is to support the hires of the gallery. So um, Colonnade House has two gallery spaces which are hired out by people in the community. So part of my job is to get them all ready and prepared for their exhibitions. We also have um, 10 artist studios upstairs. So we have people working in all different parts of the creative industries, all sorts of people, so they're all renting upstairs and they sometimes pop down for a chat every now and then when they're not so busy. That sounds really cool, doesn't it? Like... Sounds like you have fun there, Joe. Um, Joe, what, what role does the Colin House do help people from the community, basically? So the whole idea why Colonnade House was set up was to support the creative industries for local people. So there was a bit of a gap in the market for that um, back in 2015 and there was a bit of funding um, around um, regeneration in unused places. So this building had nothing happening in it. It was sitting empty. So um, got a big grant fund and worked alongside the Adrian Worthing Trust uh, to kind of revitalise this place and turn it into this creative hub for the local people to use. That's a, that's a good, good way of doing it. Exactly. And, you know, we have people exhibiting here sometimes for the very first time. And it's a big nerve-wracking experience. You know, people can be very anxious or very worried about showing their work. You know, it's a big thing, isn't it? Putting all your things on display. It, it, I think in the way that it helps them as well, because it boosts their confidence, because you're helping them. Exactly. And just showing their work off and hopefully making a sale along the way as well, you know, which is always a nice bonus. That'd be good for them, it'd be good for you. So hard as an artist to get set up and get your work out and seen, so it's a really great like um, facility to have on your doorstep in Worthing and to know that it's open to local people, it's not just for a big famous artist coming down from London, it's for people it's around good. It's got the mixture of everybody, you've got people coming from London, from Brighton, here, I mean, one week we could have an artist, a local Lansing-based artist, for example, that has just exhibited in LA, showing our work here, and then the next week we could have Durrington High School, for instance. So, you know, each week is totally different and, you know, it caters for all different types of people in the community. Do you enjoy doing what you do? Absolutely, I really enjoy being here. I think it's, to be honest, it is working with, with the people. I mean, the team that I work with are great. So I work with Richard Manders and Paula Tollett and they're wonderful to work with. Um, it's a small office and a small team, so it's really important that you get on with who you work with. So that's fantastic. And we work in a wider team in the council as well, the place and economy team which is really interesting, so there's a lot of collaborations that we can do with them. So also I get to know what's happening in town as well, which is very interesting. What's the most unusual item you've ever shown to you? So actually, quite recently we had a really interesting exhibition where we had an artist called Kitty Shepherd. So she's a ceramic artist um, who has been living in Worthing for a very long time, had recently moved to Granada in Spain. 
and she's a potter and she makes these very interesting pots, uh, very kitsch with all these lollipops and polka dots all over them, really beautiful. Uh, and she got asked by a big charity organisation in Swindon whether she would want to be part of a, the Swindog Art Trail. So what she was asked to do was to paint a giant fiberglass balloon dog. I know the ones you mean, yeah. So she got in touch with us and said, have you got any space? And we were like, we'll see what we can do. And yes, perfect timing. We had a slot available for her to hire the space for a week. So we got the giant dog shipped all the way here. She flew over from Granada and spent the whole week painting away. And it was just such an interesting exhibition to yeah. have because she was working in that space. In the end, it looked wonderful. It got collected, taken off to Swindon, and it's going to be displayed in an art trail there and hopefully auctioned off for charity. So it's for Julia's house, which is a children's hospice in Swindon. So, Ooh, yeah, cool. it, that was an interesting, really interesting like thing to have. National and international collaboration. That's, that's quite, sounds quite interesting. Same, you don't see every day. So what people liked doing was on their walk to work, they'd be walking past, they'd be having a look, and then they'd be walking back home, and then they'd see there'd be more colour added to it. You know, so it was kind yeah. of like a, a time lapse for everyone. <laughs> it's like going past, oh, same knees on there. Live art, yeah. <laughs> That's what's to be fun. What do you think of, we talked a bit about the Brighton scene and then the Worthing scene is picking up, but how do you see the Worthing um, art scene? I, I think it's a really interesting time to be part of the Worthing art scene because there's a lot happening in Brighton, so it's course there's a lot of opportunities but sometimes difficult for a new person to get their foot in the door whereas in Worthing you know things are starting to happen things are bubbling up people are wanting to do a lot more and if there's less happening and you've got an idea you can make it happen here you know there's that, that kind of like DIY I call it like a do-it-yourself <laughs> kind of attitude to creativity here and I definitely think with more of these pop-up spaces happening you know I think that's how the high street is going to look more of these creative yeah. creative spaces and creative events i mean only next month in june there's going to be the whirling festival mm -hmm. for the very first time um so that's very exciting uh we will be having um the whirling film club have a exhibition here um as part of the adrian whirling trust creative commission's grant so they'll be here for the whirling festival which is very exciting interesting. What would be your advice to anyone who is thinking, who listening, who is Worthing based and wanting to kind of get involved and be more part of the community? I think it's just, yeah, don't be frightened. I think, you know, it's of course a small creative group in Worthing but it's growing and so many new people are moving in so there's definitely that room for networking and connections you know just go along to a private view you never know who you might meet um, you know stay around and chat with some artists I think that's how you're gonna make the most of that the, those collaborations and that creative community that we've got here how do you see yourself as an artist Joe? well that's a tricky one. So I did go to art school and I am going to be honest, since leaving I haven't picked up a pen or a paintbrush since. But when I left art school I worked for the student union up in Leeds and I think that made me realise that I like being around people and supporting people. So working at Colonnade House and working with artists and working with creativity means I'm surrounded by creativity and I can work with people as well. So. Yes, I'm sure one day I might dust off the art box, 
but um, <laughs> I'm sure it's in the in the non not too distant future. I mean, I studied um, print, so I was doing a lot of screen printing for fabrics, for interiors, and I was doing various kinds of internships and things. But yes, I definitely prefer working with people than creating my own my own stuff. You're more the facilitator for getting things Ex working and happening. Exactly, yeah, like getting things started um, is kind of kind of where, where, where I see myself. Holly, do you do you make any art at Superstar Arts? Um, I've done one or two, but my recent one was I did a love picture and it was with love heart, with the word heart and with the word love and with loads of hearts and tissue paper and stuff like that and painted, painted it. Oh, and were you, were you really proud of that one? Yes, that was my, one of my favourite ones I've done. And I'm quite proud that I did quite well on that one. It took me a while to do, but I got there in the end. It's got to be one of my favourites I've well, done so far. The Sistine Chapel wasn't <laughs> painted in a day, so no, you've got to get that's... there somehow. <laughs> How do you feel when you're actually doing it, when you're in the process of making art? It makes me feel happy to forget about my problems. And it just relaxes me, just, just makes me realise how lucky I am. You know, to be here and show my art creative side of me, which I don't really show much. It's really it's like good for your soul, I think, to show your creative side. Yeah, I always think I'm never creative, but when I, once I've done it, I feel proud of myself, and it's given me something to achieve. That's really great. And it's, and it's fun too, right? Yeah, yeah, being a big kid. <laughs> exactly. What do you think about the diversity of the uh, arts community in Worthing and how important do you think that is? I, I think, yeah, that's a, that's a growing thing as well. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done. You know, we're not a totally diverse uh, community in Worthing compared to a big city like Birmingham or Manchester or London, for example. Um, but I definitely think we're going in the right direction. Um, you know, here at Colonnade House, we're really keen on getting different kinds of community groups in. And we have actually had Superstar Arts exhibit mm -hmm. here before, which was wonderful. So we've had them here twice now. Holly, I don't think, maybe you haven't been at Superstar Arts at that time. No, I don't think I have. I have seen it like on their Facebook page and quite interesting to see how diversity in a sense of how people do their art Exactly, yeah, and you know, when the superstars were here, it was lovely because you know, members of the public were coming in and finding out about the organisation as well. Which some people, if they not yeah. not on social media or mm. not heading over to West Worthing where the charity shop is, you know, might not know about the organisation. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so hopefully, if Superstar Arts come back to Colonnade one day, maybe you'll be in the next show. Yeah, that'd be quite interesting. That'd, that'd be great. I'd love to see your work up here. How would you feel about having your work up for everyone to see in a, a professional exhibition? That, I think that would look quite cool. Build, I think it will build your confidence up a bit and it will be quite nice to see, not just myself see it, but other people see how other people with learning disabilities or just general see if they like it, then you never know. It's really cool. It's important that people don't just kind of think, oh, people with learning disabilities or any disability are over there doing their own thing. They come and see your artwork and they go, oh yeah, they, 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 they can say, they oh, they compete they, with everyone else. Yeah, and they, 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 everybody does differently their artwork. They might say, oh, I like that. I want a bit of that. Might make a sale or have a commission. Yeah, you never yeah. know. Don't know what don't know what opportunities can arise from an exhibition. Yeah, sounds quite exciting. <laughs> 
what would be your dream project to see going on at Colonnade House or in Worthing? Definitely, I mean, like what we've been talking about is opening up the possibilities for more diverse communities that we've got because you know we we engage with a lot of different people but maybe we haven't reached all corners of our community and we'd love to you know I'd really love to be able to work with people that I haven't worked with before you know and and, and different groups to see what they want to do what they want their space to be what they want to see Worthing to be like I think that that's how we make make the town a great place to be a big collaboration with different minority groups yeah Yeah. I mean that'd be awesome Thank you very much for having us here at Colonnade House, Joe. Yeah, no worries. You're all welcome anytime. Please come and see me. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Holly. Great <laughs> to meet you. And you too. Radio that was Joe Cox talking to Ellie and Holly. That sounds very exciting things going on in Worthing. Oh, I do like Colonnade House. I had had a bit of art up in there, a part of the Superstars exhibition. Ooh, what art did you do? So we started building these picture frames and we had to build it with like like little crowns. So I picked out pink paper, green, put a little bird bird and I put my face face on it. That sounds very cool. It was cool. The exhibition of everybody's work looked really nice. Now this is the next instalment of Explorer Stars, our very own radio play. This time they are in Australia. Hello from Australia. I know, I know, we weren't expecting to be here either. It's funny how things have turned out. Let me tell you what happened. We were on an airplane heading to New Zealand when the engine started making a funny noise. We all have to parachute out of the plane. (coughs) Luckily, we landed near Bondi Beach in Australia. And, being experienced explorers, we all managed to swim to shore. We all climbed up the beach. We were wet and a bit shaken. An unexpected water landing will throw even the most experienced explorer. We must have looked a sight because as we gathered on the beach, we started to attract a crowd. Luckily, they were helpful. You're okay. Marvin, did you come from this plane? Give them some room, everybody. Hi, I'm from Sydney Sioux. I brought therapy koalas to the beach to help people, and I think you guys need them the most. Come with me. So we all went over to a little pen and picked out a koala each to cuddle. They were so soft and calming to hold. They smell of eucalyptus. We stayed there for a while until the sun had dried our clothes and we felt much calmer but we still weren't sure what to do next where would we stay luckily just then the crowd parted and we walked to security guards in dark glasses 
from behind them appeared none other than Billy, the film star. Oh God, Billy! Great to see you guys. It's Billy. Great to see you Billy, guys. Billy, Billy, I need your autographs. No time for autographs right now, but we could do some later on. Oh God, on. Billy! Oh, thank you, thank you. Hi guys, I saw what happened, and I'm very sorry to hear that. But I recognise you, aren't you the, um, Explorer Superstars? As one famous star to another, I want to help. You're welcome to come to my house. Come on, come get in the cars. I've got a limo. With that, Billy turned and walked away over to a huge limousine, exactly like the car out of Ghostbusters. The security guard beckoned us to follow him. One of them told me the car had been given to Billy after he starred in the Ghostbusters film. We all settled in at Billy's house. He treated us to a night out at the Sydney Opera House. The orchestra was amazing. You're gonna love it, guys. Oh, this is such a brilliant show. Just as I was getting into it, there was a shout from the audience. Ah, snake! Ah! Don't panic! The Explorer stars are here. They were white! Slivering toward the conductor was a huge snake. Most of the audience got up and ran away. But being experienced explorers, me and the rest of the Explorer stars stayed where we were. Emily, our snake expert, stepped forward, shouted to the stage. Now I move. She silently climbed over the seat and up to the stage, grabbing a coat on the way. With one smooth and practiced move, she covered the snake in the coat and bundled it safely up away from the conductor. Got it. Right, we need to take the snake from the zoo, where you'll be safe. So off we went to Sydney Zoo. The reptile handler was so pleased to add the snake to the zoo's collection. It turned out it was a rare and endangered species. Thank you for bringing us this snake. It's a really important snake. It's endangered. As a reward for rescuing it, they let us look around the zoo after closing time and even feed the animals. We met kangaroos, wallabies, koalas, crocodiles, a kookaburra, some spiders and a pocket. Oh, so cute. Come here. Here, do you want to feed the kangaroos? Ah, oh, that's a good boy. Ah, oh, such a lovely. And that's a good girl as well. Oh. That's it from me for now. See you next time on our next adventure. Oh good, very exciting. They're also an exciting time. They do. We've come to the end of the show, Vicky. And it's been fun. It's been nice working with you. And it's been nice to working with you too, Nancy. Thank you everybody who's been involved. Russ Iden. Joe Cotts. The Monday Group. With Explorer Stars. And of course you, Vicky. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Vicky. We will see you next time on, on the Radio, Radio Superstars. Superstars. <laughs> nice news.
Yeah.